0: Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Have you ever had a bad day and on your way home decide you need a glass of wine or even start craving something sweet or find yourself possibly in the pantry a half a bag of chips deep? Sometimes we unconsciously associate those things with feeling better, almost like it offers you some comfort or a burst of pleasure in those rough days. A lot of us pick up a bad habit called numbing. It's when you start to feel uncomfortable, frustrated, or really any feeling associated with discomfort. And then you seek to almost mask those feelings or feel better through an external source. It can be anything from food or booze, binge watching TV, um, spending money or even obsessively traveling. Basically, you're trying to escape the uncomfortableness and actually become distracted. When we numb feelings in our lives, we don't feel them or we don't process them, allowing us to miss the opportunity to actually work through them. In a way, we kind of put them in an imaginary closet so we don't have to deal with them. But the reality is when we avoid our feelings, we actually lose the ability to tap into our full potential and build the confidence in ourselves that we need to get through these difficult times and that we can get through these difficult times. Today, the whole point of it is to dive into the topic of numbing our feelings, how we do it, why we do it, and the repercussions that it can cause to us. I'm going to talk a lot about two terms today, numbing and buffering. Numbing is seen as depriving ourselves from feelings themselves. So really trying to avoid or distract from a pain or discomfort that we might be feeling. In a way, it can be subconscious or not, but it's done to make ourselves feel better, or even basically just to escape the moment or that uncomfortableness altogether. So buffering is actually the tool in which we do that with. So that can be drinking, uh, eating, even through drugs or other behaviors that allow you that temporary distraction almost. Some are more harmless than others, but the reality is if we rely on something external to get ourselves through those life's uncomfortableness or those bad days and then we can actually start to develop dependencies. So continuously giving away our power and leaving us with that feeling that we cannot get through this event on our own. or We cannot get through this bad day without that substance. So think for a second. What do you do when you have a bad day? Do you sit with yourself and process, why is it a bad day? What is it about that day that's making it bad? What is it about a situation that's making you frustrated? Why are you frustrated? You know, thinking really about your feelings and why certain emotions were actually triggered. For a lot of us, that's not usually the norm. I know for me, at least, it wasn't. So it was always that glass of wine after work on that shitty day. And that, in my head i thought was making everything a little bit more relaxing or a little better Now, kind of guys i want to make an important distinction here i'm not saying if you drink at all you're bad or if you enjoy a glass of wine at the end of your day it's a problem lots of people do not have unhealthy relationships with these substances what i'm talking about is when we do these things in response to feeling uncomfortable okay so we're doing you know, the drinking or the eating or that behavior, we're doing it to feel better. And the scary thing is that so many of us actually do this unconsciously. And that's really why I wanted to spend this whole episode talking about it. So just think about even at a bar when you're out with your friends, do you drink or have a glass of wine or a drink to fit in? and become social or are you doing it because you're enjoying it and that's what you want so basically i want to sit with this topic today so that we can all reflect and just ask ourselves the questions are we conscious when we participate in these behaviors So I mentioned about having a glass of wine most nights. So I used to really actually enjoy the taste. I love the social aspect as well, though. And I really like the association that I gave it with almost the unwinding of the day. I rarely had too much, and I never really felt it was a problem at all in my life. I've been surrounded with people who have struggled with sobriety for one of my past jobs. And for me, there was actually no connection with that. It's years later when I continued to kind of do this, um, my work on myself, my self-work, and I continued to re-research and almost redefine my term of self-care and self-love and what that meant to me. I was actually listening to one of my favorite podcasts, and that's The Life Coach with Brooke Castillo. She broached the topic of numbing, and it really got me analyzing some of my behaviors, it was through that episode that I really started redefining what was acceptable and what that actually looked like for me. After I listened to that episode, which I viewed as highly impactful, and guys, I just want to mention here that episode, it's called Stop Over Drinking. Okay, it was a three-part series that she did with her podcast, and I'm pretty sure it was episode number 116. So I'd highly recommend it. And again, the podcast that I'm referring to is brooke castillo the life coach with brooke castillo she offers a whole lot of amazing insight on the topic and she really goes into a lot more detail than i'm going to today so if this topic interests you at all i would highly encourage you to check it out you know the thing for me was if these behaviors are not seen as a problem it's really easy to dismiss them and never really ask ourselves why we're actually doing it so why are we drinking why are we having you know that extra piece of chocolate cake when we're really not hungry so it was after that episode I really started to ask myself some questions before I would maybe have a glass of wine or I would have something sweet why did I want the glass of wine I'd start to ask myself am I trying to avoid a feeling of discomfort or am I trying to mask some kind of emotion or bad day? Am I drinking to actually distract myself and maybe feel better? Or am I drinking to actually fit in socially so I don't feel out of place? And the thing was, as I started to ask myself these questions, I started to increase my awareness with some of my unconscious behaviors. So I would say the biggest takeaway for me For that Life Coach episode, it was developing my own standards. If I was having a bad day and said I needed something, or answered yes to one of my questions that I had set up, then I wouldn't actually do it. So it was a commitment that I had to make to myself. I would try and really be conscious of my behaviors, making sure I didn't just rely on something else, something external to occupy me or give me that temporary distraction for myself. For me, the reason is I want it or I need it to really develop more confidence in myself to be able to deal with those crappy moments and days without depending on anything else. I knew I always had that power, but sometimes we just make it so easy to numb and not do that self-work. We almost think of it as, ah, it's not a big deal and we can actually put the effort in tomorrow or the next time. Or sometimes it's actually really unconscious. I used to find I did this with food a lot more. So maybe I'd be having an uncomfortable moment or thought and I'd reach for food. I never even noticed I was actually an emotional leader until I started really doing myself work. I have been extremely lucky and I've never had to battle with weight or addiction. So stuff like this really flew under my radar. I had no idea that I had these unhealthy almost behaviors that sometimes I would eat to instantly feel better. Almost a quick fix if you will. You know the basic idea here with numbing is you start to feel uncomfortable with your emotions instantly reach for a distraction. So that's the first thought that kind of pops in your head to do something or go somewhere or almost distract yourself. Something so that you don't have to deal with the emotion or really even acknowledge what exactly you are feeling. The problem here is that we don't process our feelings you don't get to figure out what was triggering you, why you were triggered, and how. It's worth mentioning here that I see this work as a huge opportunity for self-development. It's about building that awareness with yourself and truly understanding who you are and why you react or feel the way you do. It can help us stop reacting so unconsciously in our lives and help us become more aware of our actions and our reactions to events or behaviors. My belief is by acknowledging an unhealthy behavior before it becomes a problem, we can take control and actually change our habits. In doing that, we're creating healthier behaviors and healthier habits. And we're teaching ourselves how to deal with our emotions and how to avoid from numbing our life away and really, truly being awake. So taking some time here to really look at the consequences of numbing. And kind of by doing this, we're avoiding our feelings. We don't process them properly. If we try and push past without taking the time needed to understand our discomfort, we really missed the opportunity to learn about ourselves. It's important to take the necessary reflection time to dig deep and understand why we are reacting the way we are. Why are we sad, frustrated, or possibly angry? What triggered these emotions for us? And what meaning did we give it to actually create those feelings within inside us? If we don't take the time to ask ourselves these questions, we almost become puppets to our emotions, reacting and responding without even knowing why or truly understanding ourselves. When we practice numbing, we also really lose the ability to learn how to get through the hard times. And when we do that, when we get through those hard times with ourselves we actually start to build confidence so by not going through these emotions we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to build that self-confidence knowing that we can navigate through our emotions before having that knee-jerk almost reaction that helps us build the proper brain pathways that we need to help us stop and actually breathe for a second when we get triggered allowing us that beautiful opportunity to really think before we act by numbing ourselves through the pain I feel we numb away some of our highs too not to mention pieces of our lives we minimize and we really ignore and don't take time to sit with ourselves build that self-relationship and the pride that we get when we actually come through the other side of an event really experiencing the whole process you know the ups the downs and basically honoring all of our journeys so what are the positives with not numbing and actually dealing with our emotions it's about taking that time to be aware of our actions Allowing you to acknowledge when you are trying to avoid This is when you get to do that next level Self-development stuff and you get to ask yourselves really the harder questions of why Why are we avoiding? Why are we? Agitated why are we reacting? Why am I feeling sad? Why am I? annoyed or frustrated at that situation Basically, why am I triggered by this person or their actions? Through this process, that's how we become more self-aware, like I mentioned, and we really start to know and understand ourselves instead of guessing our way through it, almost dismissing it. You know, dealing with ourselves and our feelings of discomfort it helps us, like I said, build that self-awareness we actually start to understand our own emotions better and we start to build that relationship, that essential relationship with ourselves. When we do this work and still get triggered and become frustrated, it's actually easier to do that self-reflection and to look internally instead of pointing the finger and blaming others for why we're upset or why we're having a bad day. You know, it allows us to be active in our life and really understand and be aware as we're showing up in the world. It kind of turns out when we're doing this work to help us with our relationships with others too. You know, we don't react as harshly or almost unconsciously. We really start to take control or at least acknowledge our own reactions or our own emotional reactions, allowing us to admit almost and and be aware when we actually reacted poorly in a situation. Not only will that obviously help with our relationships and by being vulnerable and admitting when we've reacted wrong. But it also allows us to start showing that genuine empathy when others fail to show up for themselves and they instead want to be disconnected or they choose to numb their way through it. We start to really realize how hard it is and as much as we try, we actually don't always succeed. So our expectations of others become a little more gentler and we start to empathize with their struggles and maybe when they have a bad day and react on us not excusing it at all but just allowing us to really empathize and show that compassion with each other so imagine a place for a second where somebody reacts really unconsciously mean to you you know and and how that can bring up some feelings so instead of being or really feeling triggered and almost fueling that situation into an explosive situation imagine being able to show that person support instead showing empathy and really recognizing that they too are just trying to get through the situation maybe not you know healthily or maybe not doing it the best way they can but the best way they think they can possibly in that moment. Now, I'm not saying, guys, that all your struggles are going to be solved and you're never going to react unconsciously again. It takes a lot of work here. The goal is to try and actually be more conscious with our behaviors and actions. It's about showing up and really trying, trying to be the best version of you. So maybe that starts with developing your own set of standards and maybe questions that you can ask yourself when you're having a bad day to almost ensure that your actions are really conscious. So you can think of this as it's almost trying to rewire your brain in a way to stop, you know, and really ask the questions before you act. Not impossible. It's just going to take a lot of practice and a lot of holding yourself accountable. So on those bad days, choosing not to maybe do that distracting behavior, choosing not to numb your way through it and get that quick fix to feel better, that quick, you know, maybe glass of wine or that purchase of a trip or maybe purchase of something to feel good. Instead, it's about choosing to acknowledge when you're having that bad day or bad moment and breathing and actually stopping for a second and really processing or sitting with yourself. So for me, it's not always conscious. You know, it's, it wasn't one time, a one time thing that I no longer ever have to work at. Sometimes I actually still catch myself with the thought of it, you know, having a bad day and being like, oh, I really want that chocolate or, you know, just, I, I, sometimes I I could be talking on the phone and not even acknowledge I'm having, you know, a, a bad feeling or being triggered somehow and just start eating maybe nuts. I used to always have nuts in my, um, in my desk. So it's about, you know, waking up. Almost before you're, let's say, two spoonfuls into the Nutella jar. You know, I notice sometimes I catch it before I do it, and sometimes I miss it. And I actually don't notice I did it until the end of the day, or maybe when I'm reflecting on the day. The point here is, though, it's I'm putting that conscious effort in to show up and really continue to try and just hold myself to that higher standard to make myself really be aware and present as I'm going through these feelings, to really allow myself the opportunity to know myself and know why I'm responding a certain way. You know, don't forget, you know, important thing here is don't forget to be gentle with yourself. We're all human and we all make mistakes. The battle guys, I know it's not always easy. Some days we win and we win big, (laughs) but some days it's not so much. You know, it's all about that showing up and continuing to try while also trying to support each other and the journeys that we're all trying to go through. You know, I always think about it as everybody is actually just trying to be happy too. So trying to support each other as best as we can, I think is, you know, a great start. So guys, step one to try to get over this unconscious reaction of numbing our way through things. It's maybe next time you're having a bad day and you really feel the need for that glass of wine or you're reaching for something else. Instead, maybe pause, ask yourself, you know, are you buffering away this emotion or this bad day? Are you trying to feel better? without actually working through your feelings. So that's the first big step, and that's that self-awareness piece. So catching yourself as you start to do it, and becoming more conscious, and sometimes a really big battle. Okay, So just be gentle, but remember, it's about that self-awareness piece first. Really understanding when you're trying to Almost get something externally, that external fix, to feel better inside. Remember that. If you're reaching for something external, you're reaching for something outside of yourself to feel better, then you might possibly be numbing. It's worth kind of asking yourself the question. Now, the next step that I would recommend, it's allowing the space to sit with yourself. Okay, really giving yourself that time without any distractions, and just allowing yourself to really reflect. I promise you guys, it's a golden opportunity here to really learn more about yourself and your emotions, to become that you know more self-aware person and really be conscious in how you're showing up in the world. So guys, first step, remember... It's about acknowledging the bad day and really knowing when you're trying to distract from those emotions. And then that next step is really sitting with yourself and doing that, you know, deep diving question. Why are you triggered? Maybe what was it about that day or that person that really frustrated you? And then it allows you to build that confidence in yourself that you can get through these situations without anything external from yourself. You have all of that ability within you to get through. You know, it's about leaning on each other, yes, but I promise you inside every single person here, you know, every single person listening, you all have this potential in yourself. You all have The capability of on those bad days to still make it a good day, or on those bad days to not react poorly, or not fuel a toxic situation. You have that capability to stop, breathe, and react the way you want to react. So guys, that's a wrap on another episode. I really want to thank you for tuning in to Power Yourself. It is my passion project. <laughs> Don't forget, I would absolutely love to hear from you. We have a Facebook page, and you always have that ability to leave reviews on iTunes. Your voice truly matters, and I would, like I said, love to hear from you. I know the self-work that we talk about here is hard, and I know it takes a lot of effort, but I promise you it is worth it. My goal in this podcast is to always support and encourage others willing to start their own journey of self-discovery to really become the best versions of yourself. I feel that's what we're all trying to do. Investing in yourself is one of the best gifts that you can give you and it's also one of the best gifts that you can give to every single person that you love always remember you are worth it. So guys, go out and have a wonderful rest of your day and never, ever forget, you always have the ability to power yourself.